Hi, I'm Yolanda and this is Speak On. You've changed the world. We owe you so much. But for everything you've given us, connection, laughter, joy, confidence, music, civic engagement, jobs, comedy, contouring, Chrissy Teigen, cats. You've also given us hatred, violence, bullying, FOMO, depression, addiction, anxiety, conspiracy theories, and best of all, the downfall of democracy. Ah, social media, you fickle bitch. You give with one hand and take away with the other. Yes, I have access to so much at my fingertips. Knowledge, recipes, pictures of cakes, pictures of Chris Evans, Charles Michael Davis, Winston Duke, you know, some hot guys. You've given a voice to the voiceless, but also a voice to trolls. You've emboldened the hateful people that hide their faces and spew racism. The private is now public. All information is now equal. Up is down, left is right. Today, we're discussing social media's impact on the world. For centuries, change, new inventions, and in more recent years, the introduction of new tech tends to prompt some sort of like moral panic. Some dive headfirst into it while others are too scared to interact. There have been lots of things that have changed the world and that people thought would lead to our downfall. But have we actually reached it now? Is the very fabric of society tearing because we can't stop using social media? Joining me today is journalist Jackie Adadeji, who also hosts the brilliantly named podcast Jackie Big Tits. Welcome, Jackie. How are you? Hello, Yolanda. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Uh, first of all, the most important thing, mm. the name of your podcast, mm. please enlighten us, elaborate. <laughs> well, Yolanda, I don't know if you can see that I've got yeah. big <laughs> Amazing. <But laughs> so my podcast is self-titled. It's named after me because my name's Jackie and I've got big tits. But yeah. I called it Jackie Big Tits because it was about addressing the elephant in the room. And I found it really funny when I meet people and they act like they don't know that I have big tits. So when I tell yeah. people now that I've, you know, my podcast called Jackie Big Tits, they're like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, because I know you see my tits. <laughs> um, but my podcast is about being open um, mm-hmm. and being transparent. Um, I've always been someone that's got so many questions and I decided I wanted to be a solution for other people. So I put myself out there, things happen to me and I try and figure it out with guests um, and also try and learn things. I'm, I'm fine with not knowing stuff, but trying to educate my stuff on different things. So my podcast really is kind of this body of work where like I'm in my 20s and we are, me and the listener are both discovering what the hell our 20s mean together. Um, And yeah, and I really, really enjoy it. And my dad is a vicar and he absolutely hates the name. But (laughs) pastor's kids are always the worst, right? out there just causing trouble and strife but you know what live your life and have a good time that's all I'm saying thank you (laughs) love it I feel like I should have maybe called my podcast that as well because I know you said that it is the thing that's in Hmm. the room because I I am also she of large chest what size are you um I'm a 30 double g I actually model I actually model for a lingerie brand do you yeah yeah so it's like I am I have the big boobage I love and it. Now, yeah. Um, but when I was younger, it's a thing that people always notice because I'm only five foot one as well. Right. So it's basically I am um, a head, tits and legs. That's kind uh, of pretty much my, how my body is made up. So. Amazing. <laughs> wow. So you've always got the double G's out then if you're a model yeah. for like a, oh, I oh, love Oh yeah, when it. I was younger, I used to hide everything under really baggy clothes me t- and me stuff too. like that. Did you? Just is like walking around jumpers? looking like, 
Yeah. Yeah. Looking like Mr. Strong oh, because you're just like a, a square. Um, oh my god! Then, or a jacket yeah. potato. That's what I yeah. literally, say. <laughs> literally a jacket potato. Like your whole body just looks round because yes. you've just like tried to hide your boobs as much as possible. I'm with you exactly. But yeah, but then <laughs> when then I got older and I was just like, no, this is ridiculous. I'm like a small person that's, but I look all kind of all my proportions look wild because right. I've got these giant things on because uh-huh. I'm scared of what people will say. And once I got above a certain age, then I was like a then body con all the way, all the way. Yes. Yeah. Body positive. So, exactly. To be. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. As much as we can be, because sometimes it's hard, isn't it? Sometimes oh, God, it's, it's like, hard, sometimes yeah. it's like, meh, I have no, I just feel neutral <laughs> about yeah. myself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, God, truly, I, I get paid to take my clothes off. So now I'm kind of, I don't really care anymore, but it took a Love while that. to get there. Oh, it does, doesn't it? So what is your relationship with social media? Like, do you feel like it's good? It's bad? Is it a bit up and down? That's a really good question, because I feel like, I don't take social media that seriously. Like, I definitely, I don't even want to say detox with social media, but, like, I can delete Instagram, the app, off my phone and delete Twitter off my phone. And, Mm -hmm. like, I could live perfectly fine. I don't have an addiction to it, whereas I know a lot of people, especially a lot of my friends, who are like, oh, my God, my screen time is shocking this week, whereas I'm not Mm -hmm. so, I don't know, I'm not too addicted to it however I think mm. one thing that I think uh, social media is kind of in the morning the first thing I do is check my phone check my Instagram um, and I'll be scrolling and you could ask me what did you just look at and I couldn't even tell you like I've just yeah. gone through so many different things I'm like I have no idea and yeah. in that time like I could have like gone for a run or yeah. like made breakfast but no I'll lie in bed and be on my phone scrolling and then it's like, oh God, I've got 10 minutes before I've got to like have a Zoom meeting. It's like, what was the point? But we all yeah. do it, don't we? We all sort of, but um, I think social media can be positive, but it can, it can, well, it can be helpful, but it can also be harmful. Yeah. Um, and I think that um, it's, everybody has quite a complicated relationship with it because there's so many benefits to it. But also I think, especially when it comes to um, body image, mm. um, it can be tough. Especially yeah. with, oh God, I mean, these like misleading health products like skinny teas and waist trainers Ugh. and yeah. these fitness plans. And then people are like, oh, you can like buy the PDF of my fitness plan for like four ninety nine, And yeah. I'm just going to say it, Yolanda, I've bought a couple yeah. and I ain't even used them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just collecting them. I've just collected them, like just using my PayPal, like, yeah, it's only, it's only four ninety nine, And then like, yeah. have I even looked at it? No. <laughs> haven't broken a sweat once no I'm like yeah and I think it's that sort of thing where I think that there can be a lot of like toxicness to the to these apps is because it's like people showing you what you should look like and how you should be and and then and sometimes you see so much of it you start to believe it is there something wrong with me yeah um so I and I think that with me personally um on Instagram and things like that I don't follow people that make me feel shit yes um but equally um, I don't know about you, but in, I think with having big boobs, I had I have struggled to find anyone that even looks like me for me mm. to even almost be envious, if yeah. that makes sense. Because I'm like, oh, well, yeah. I don't know anyone with like massive tits. Yeah, when your body's always like not like the norm anyway, therefore you don't do huge amounts of comparison, do you? Exactly. Right. Like, I've had that when I was younger. I was like, well, I don't compare myself to anyone. There right. Were times when I wished I had smaller boobs, not because I didn't like them, but because mm-hmm. other people made me in real life made me self conscious about them. A but then, thousand yeah. percent. Yeah. Don't the you only feel... person I ever looked at was like maybe 
Kelly Brooke, and we still don't have the same figure because oh she's my... really tall compared to me. Right. I'm so short. See, I feel <laughs> like because we had big boobs, I've never had this conversation with a fellow big-breasted babe. So this yeah. right now is like <laughs> heaven. Yeah. But don't you feel like you almost went through this journey of like hating yourself and then loving yourself earlier than everybody else? Oh, In absolutely. Because the... I yeah. fell asleep one day and I woke up with tits. Oh my, me too! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a really specific thing that happens to you. So yes. it's like I went to bed, I think I was like, I think when I realised that my boobs were big, yeah. it was when I was like um, maybe about 14. So right. it wasn't even like, so really 13, whatever, same yeah. kind of similar size to everyone else. I, mm -hmm. I truly went away one summer and mm -hmm. then my mum had to buy me a bikini and I just couldn't fit in anything. And mm -hmm. then because my boobs were like a C and then it just then before I knew it, maybe before the end of that year, I was having to wear Triumph Doreen bras or whatever the hell they're called because right. there were no bras that fit me, especially with the small back and big boobs. It just yep. didn't exist. So I had to wear bigger bras and then stitch them. And my nan was like tailoring my bras and stuff. Wow. And ugly. So yeah, it was a whole thing. Right. See, this is the thing. I feel like I don't, when it comes to like, um, women having you know really rocky relationships with social media and like mm. following pages that make them feel bad about themselves mm -hmm. I have always said that like I don't have that yeah. because I feel like I've never felt like my body was normal from such an early age there was no mm. representation that you yeah. almost become your own role model yes. for yourself mm. because there's no one else and again like we the people that we had were like uh, Kelly Brooks or like Katie Price or yeah. like Jodie yeah. Marsh Literally, and it's yeah. like A they're white and yeah. B and like and two of them they don't even have real tits yeah exactly <laughs> right so yeah. you learn that like okay like I have to do this I need to figure like I need to like be my own role model because everyone's going to keep telling you that like your body's like not normal and not right so oh, you almost develop on a hourly basis right yeah <laughs> on an hourly basis right because girls are like i wish i had your tits and then boys can't stop staring at it and right. then old grown grown ass men can't stop hitting on you inappropriately even though you're wearing a school uniform and you look 20 years younger than you are oh, yeah it's just yolanda i literally feel like we've lived the same life we have haven't we just th like like this experience is so unique yeah especially growing up with at the time where magazines I grew up as like peak magazine time so I was born in that like right at the beginning of the 80s so it's like I have lived through peak magazine time through supermodels through ladettes all this kind of all this kind of changes with women mm -hmm. that have been really interesting um and right. definitely things that you know some things were really empowering some things were horrible and you internalize things but then now with social media I feel like it took the power back from people editors that were filtering it and so mm -hmm. now you can see a reflection of yourself. Like you're talking about stretch marks. It's like, I see stretch marks all over the place on Instagram and I love it. I'm living for it. It's amazing. I feel like there are places obviously online, like, you know, on your podcast, on your um, social media, in your column, you are kind of, you are talk, you talk about these issues all the time. You talk about these things all the time and you are the, an the antithesis. So I suppose that like we do need to work out how we can, I suppose there can be more of this on social media to consume or consume in a really specific way. So people start to internalise the more positive things that are Yeah, happening. definitely. I think, like, our mind is everything. I mean, our mind um, is such an important part of us. And, like, it's about our learning and reprogramming. That's definitely something I've learned during lockdown about our learning so many things um, that we were taught that were wrong. Mm. Um, and also, like, 
even with our parents and even with our peers, like people are not always going to get it right, but you just have to figure out what's right yeah, for you. Absolutely. Um, and so it's, and that's why I think with like my, my column, I don't mind putting myself mm. out there. Like I don't, because I feel like I wish I had yeah. that. Because I feel like we are very much like the big sister to yeah. ourselves, right? Like as old, like as we get older, we think, okay, well, what would a fourteen-year-old me mm-hmm. would have liked, you know? And so that's what I I try and yeah. be, so that like people, even like me talking about when I got caught on the toilet on Zoom, like that is like just so that if it happens to yeah. someone else, it's like, hun, yeah. don't worry, things same. can happen. Crazy same. things happen all the time, and that's what I like. It's that kind like, of honesty. Same. Uh, again, because yeah, I, I talk a lot about like honesty about things that have happened in my life. Like I'll talk about like uh, mental health yeah. when that was caused by grief, like having a really, mm-hmm. really, 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 I cannot add enough, really crappy break up, yeah. breakup, just like embarrassing right. things that have happened to me. I just, yeah, I just say mm-hmm. anything because I don't feel embarrassed about mm-hmm. it. And truly, I think if I could have heard some of these things, like you were saying, you've made a really good point. Like when I was younger, then you would, then I would mm-hmm. shed so much, so much of a, I suppose insecurity that happened when I was younger just wouldn't exist if I knew other people were doing things too. Right, exactly. Like you think that like, I remember thinking like, am, am I weird because I do this? Or am I weird because I like this? And then now on social media, there's people that like do all this weird. It's like, you know, when people tweet stuff and then you're like, oh my God, I thought I was the yeah. only one that did that. And like, you're just simply like, wow, like I'm not yeah. a freak. This isn't just shower like, thoughts. Other people are thinking these things yeah. too. Yeah. Right. And that is, and I love yeah. that. And I think that's what I like about social media is that we're all just bloody weirdos. Yeah, exactly. We are just a collection. We're just a collective of weirdos and everybody, yeah, just ever so, some of us intersect and some of us are slightly different. And I think one of you made a really good point there about things like you realised during lockdown. I think the, mm. that double-edged sword of social media has really showed itself in, in, in 2020 because it's a super oh. tough year. There's, well. it's like, it's, it's like a decade in a year. Everything mm-hmm. that can happen. I mean, Trudy, I don't know how many weeks we got left now. Like six to seven weeks. Yeah. And we anything could happen. We don't know. Right. We don't know. know. Um. So mm-hmm. yeah, and it's kind of a is a wild time. It, I mean, it could all be amazing, or it could be Sharknado. We there is no in between at all. Right. And I think it's taught us a lot about ourselves, and we've really seen that kind of. On one hand, we've seen what social activism can do. We've oh, seen we that. have. And then the other hand, we've seen people like really I mean my god did you see I can't remember the name there are so many racist conservative MPs I cannot narrow it down but someone the other day called Kamala Harris a Mm -hmm. um uh, the Indian because he can't bother to learn her name and it's like so I think there we see all this stuff now this double-edged sword of like you can see hatred in its true form you can see ignorance in its true form you can see Mm -hmm. brilliance you can see joy and also I mean, people can be politely or hideously dragged for their nonsense, right. which is one of my favourite parts of social media. I love Definitely. that song. But, you know, can <laughs> also, these things can also ruin people's lives as well. So how, can, how can people, do you think, like, manage their social media use? Because all that stuff can be quite stressful. I think, like, remembering, like, to live... I mean, right now we're living in... A permanent state of impermanence because we don't know what is really going on right now mm. however I think it's about living in the moment because I think sometimes we get so cooped up on social media and like in that world and then you've been on Twitter for like two hours and like you haven't even got things done mm. I think it's just about like 
managing your time effectively. Yeah. If 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 you're someone like me, I'm like one of those people where I'll just go straight up cold turkey, mm. and like I might like delete Twitch on Instagram for like a couple of weeks and then just do me and then go back. It just depends on like what your I suppose style is, but I think it's remembering to like live outside of social media and life also exists out of social media. Yeah. You know, because I think people get so like involved in it, especially during this year. Mm. You know, a lot of uh, people getting cancelled, rightfully so, but mm. also people being cancelled and then um you know feeling horrible about themselves and things like that and now um and I feel like just because people online might dislike you it doesn't mean your family and friends feel the same way Mm. and it's remembering that like it's also like it's real but it's also not real if that makes sense yeah you know I mean I think it's definitely like a microcosm of society and in because human beings are chaotic so when the whole you know it being like positive but also being negative and also like people's bigotry coming out and people's like you know all of it is that is human beings we're all just chaotic and social media is where people I think feel like they can express themselves rightfully so but actually the stuff how they really feel comes out which is a good and a bad thing it's good because you can challenge people yeah and it's good because you can ba- see who those people are and you can stay the exa- fuck away from them if you need right. to yeah right but it's also astonishing the confidence people have to so write the things confidence. that they do and i'm like yeah, just not just how? not just with their Sway. chest it's with their entire body and i their was whole like body. wow i don't know if i admire of it admire it or if i'm scared of it i'm just like you said right. one of this and you're not drunk you're it's not crazy. you're not high what's going on yeah it's i mean yeah i i it's crazy mm. um but this year for social media wise i mean i think was really interesting the whole black lives matter movement mm-hmm. um i wrote an article about um you know you know to what dear white friends we don't want um apologies we want action mm. um because it was a really um interesting time where i felt like racism was on like people's lips you know in this in white britain it was the people were suddenly interested and suddenly were listening Mm -hmm. to the things that we've actually been saying for like 400 years yeah um (laughs) like it's not it's actually not new any of the stuff that we were saying um and you know there was that weird phase where like everybody was like showing off all the anti-racist books that they were reading Mm -hmm. and like Yeah, yeah, like, I didn't, re- like, that was kind of, and it was almost like, if you don't post that you're reading an anti-racist book, then you must be racist. Yeah, yeah. I you think know? they were and also was... really scared to, like, some of my friends were showing me stuff, because I was like, are you scared that I'll think you're racist if you don't say something? <laughs> because it's fine, I don't, I'm not watching you, I don't care. <laughs> Do it, right. yeah. As long as you don't wander around acting like a bellend, I'm all right, I don't know. Right. Yeah. So, so that was interesting, because finally the spotlight that we were asking for, the spotlight mm. on inequality was on us mm-hmm. for like the first time in my lifetime in our lifetime <laughs> Same, yeah so it was a very very and then I think to myself would this have happened if covid wasn't here no and probably not no no I, right? I absolutely think it wouldn't if we if we weren't if the world wasn't it hadn't stopped if we weren't stuck inside if we weren't already we didn't already have like a level of being pissed off because I think right. that's why other people are so galvanized because they're so angry and it gave them something to be additionally angry about. But also right. the amount of people that realized, and I'm like, I don't know, I was just staring bumbaclartly at them because I'm like, really? <laughs> just, this is, you've known me for all this time and this is the first time? 
right did you get apologies and things like that oh yeah well I did I actually I created a video first bit of actual like I'd say intentional content I've ever created and it was really specific and it was because I did it in response I made a video about how racism feels I did it in response to people quizzically asking shit online Right. and messaging me and I was like if I release a video then everybody can leave me the fuck alone basically right. I will answer all the questions by just saying this is how it feels but also I included yeah. I'm we're, I'm pissed off because you weren't fucking listening right. and I've been saying it I have got yeah. into I've been I've always been my mum's an activist I've been an activist my whole life I've always been involved mm-hmm. in different things and social change etc and protests and all that kind of fun mm-hmm. stuff and I have fully got into huge rows with people on Facebook who are being bigoted or xenophobic or like homophobic or any of the phobics. I have done that. There are people that I entirely do not speak to at all who mm-hmm. are who have showed their ass to me. And I'm like, I don't like it. And I never want to speak to you again. And mm-hmm. but then yeah, everyone was surprised. And I'm like, you really weren't watching that. Like your complacency is, sure. is I'm embarrassed for you. So it right. was kind of when I made that video, then then I still got I got additional bits of information. But I did actually say to at the end of the message, I'm sending this. Don't don't speak to me about it. I'm not asking for you to speak to me about it. I'm not. Yeah, we're not having a intellectual discussion. We're not having a salon discussion. Like right. Amanda Seal said, I ain't got the time. I'm on my trampoline. This is my time. That's kind yeah. of what it was like. But yeah, it was interesting. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a bit it was a bittersweet time. Yeah. I think it's like. Um, and it still is bittersweet, really. Yeah, it's almost like, absolutely. oh, I'm so glad that, you know, finally people care. But also, like, where were you when we were saying this so long ago? Yeah. Um, and it, that was a very interesting time social media wise because everybody, you know, was an activist and also um, well, trying to be an activist. But also it almost became and this is something I noticed was it almost became a bit edgy mm. to be oh, yeah. like a social justice warrior. It was actually a bit edge. To have like donate to Black Lives Matter in your bio, like yeah. that was a th- that was a thing, yeah. and it's like, wow, is this okay? Because everybody's like trying a to be formative fashion kind oh, of accessory. Everybody's yeah, and I always say I'm not woke, I'm black. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like I'm literally, yeah. you know, so, didn't need to, didn't need to wake up. I was born this way. No, was born, right. It was yeah. already political from yeah, birth. Exactly. So, but I think that was what was what has actually been interesting because. So many things, social media kind of, yeah, we were all able to see George Floyd's brutal murder. Yeah. And then, you know, inequality was, there was a spotlight on inequality mm. for the first time in a way that has never been. And I think seeing on social media, it, you could see the, the unity almost, mm. which was really, in, which was really nice. And I think, hmm, if we didn't have social media, A, we wouldn't have seen George's, mm-hmm. George Floyd's death. Yeah. But B we would have never really known what people were thinking. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So. And I think it's it was kind of a glorious time on social media. Like you were saying, people kind of show the good, the mm. bad and the ugly of themselves. And one of the things I think about the Rona is that everybody has just become, there was a time I think under the, in, with, with stress, isolation, all these types yeah. of things, and just kind of being completely removed from our, our what we know as reality, mm-hmm. ha- just turned everybody into heightened versions of themselves. It just Definitely. kind of, yeah, it, it's like if you were terrible, you became more terrible. <laughs> I feel like any everyone just became a, yeah, definitely just a heightened version of themselves. And that's been right. interesting to see that play out on social. And then obviously culminating, mm-hmm. I say culminating because truly none of this ends, but culminating mm. in the, the US elections and how right. people have gone from posting their black squares to there being 
more women, more white women voting for Donald Trump for than last Trump. last election. And right. I know in a, in and in the UK, seeing people positively outraged that people would even vote for Trump, but but still really support Boris, who is really fucking racist. Right. That I mean, children I we... of the corn looking motherfucker is racist as shit. Like, right. and everybody forgets it. They just think it's Trump and it's over there. And do you yeah, think, when it's here. Yeah, do you think social media makes people, because it's like, it's, it's an inch back from reality. It's a, it's a mm-hmm. step back from reality. Do you think that the reason why people can say, okay, this is happening in America over there and associate mm-hmm. all this stuff with Donald Trump and MAGA and the Republicans and not mm-hmm. look at everything here is because social media has given them that disconnect? Do you think it's, as much as it brings, um, what we're trying to say, as much as it kind of, it's connecting us with stuff. Do you think it mm. also disconnects us from stuff because it's on a screen? Definitely. I feel like as well, like racism in Britain is very much discreet. Mm. Like I think America has a massive, I mean, America was built on slavery. Yeah. It has a massive, you know, historical legacy with race mm. um, as we do here. But it's definitely something that like, which as we've seen this year, you know, Black history is, n- is not even in the curriculum. For, yeah, even though it's for, actually for British history. How do you think so any people have got any fucking money in the House of Lords? R- r- thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like but people almost are like, oh, well, you know, it doesn't happen here because, mm. you know, because I think there's a, I don't know whether it's a, it's a British stiff upper lip thing of mm. like, oh, well, you know, they didn't mean it like that. Whereas I think in America, they're more, the racism there's a bit more overt. Yeah. You know, whereas here... I found in my experience that people are um, very, like, subtle with it. It's very subtle here. Mm. Blink and you'll miss it, sort yeah. of thing. Um, whereas in America, it's quite like people are quite proud to be like, oh, you know, like, make America great again. Yeah. And because people are like, oh, well, it's not like that here mm. because it's not as overt, then it doesn't exist yeah. when it definitely does. Mm. Um, you know, we only need to look at the Windrush scandal mm-hmm. um, to, to know that, like, racism here is exists ab- amongst other things. Yeah. Amongst our prime minister saying that black people have watermelon smiles. Yeah. And um, everything he said against pretty much every marginalised community in the country. Oh, <laughs> You know, right, and Burke is being like letterboxes and things yeah. like that. So, but it's like, oh, well, well, you know, it, I think it's just because it's discreet here mm. that people don't, no one overtly says stuff. So mm. people just think that like they don't mean it. But it's the same with like, I mean, look, at Britain's got talent, Ash, you know, Diversity's Dance, which was all right. But, yeah. you know, people, it was like the second most complained video this video footage this year but it was like i thought Just everybody so was in solidarity wild. with like black lives yeah. you know everything's a bit but not in the form of dance though not no no jackie no no the no. form of dance is too aggressive it's aggressive like, i don't want them little black boys on my tv dancing no. about racism no 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 and do you know what was really astonishing was that um, which something which made me, which I think is quite interesting, like racism here, is that when Ashley Banjo did that video, mm. someone, a troll, had posted this picture of Ashley Banjo, um, Anthony Joshua, mm-hmm. and Lewis Hamilton saying, "We, the great British public, only want you to focus on entertaining us. Mm-hmm. We don't want you to talk about race." Yeah. And I think that's so interesting because it's like, do you forget? That these people are black. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're obviously yeah. they're obviously like entertainers and sports stars, yeah. but like they're black first. Well, it's because they so reduce really... them, but right back to property again, don't they? Right, mm. exact right. Mm. And so, and again, it's so 
it's so subtle here and that's why I feel like there is that disconnect is because and it's still and the thing is even when people when it is explicit to be honest on social media like Nigel Farage and stuff Mm -hmm. people almost pretend that they didn't see it there's a lot of racial gaslighting I think so much um that like people looking at you Carol Malone yeah exactly it's like all of that so I think um yeah there is definitely that disconnect here Mm. um but I think that, it, I mean, racism is complex, isn't it? It really, really is. I mean, we could talk um, about it for literal, literal it's decades. A complex I mean, thing. we have for centuries. Yeah, <laughs> kind of, but I think yeah. that the only good thing is that, like now, and I said this to all my friends, now you lot can't be saying wrong wrong stuff anymore, wrong oh. shit no more. Yeah. Like those days are over of me oh. being like, oh, okay, maybe they didn't mean it. It's like, no, no, yeah. now you actually know better. Mm. So, you know, and I think that's been good because I feel like we definitely have internalised a lot of the things people have said to us over yeah, the years. Yeah, because we need we just like, be gaslit the fuck out of, so. Right, yeah. so now it's like, no more. Oh, like, yeah. That shit, it stops. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. Because um, yeah. I've literally seen you post mm. stuff. So you know. Yeah. Um, But again... I suppose that's a good thing about social media and race here is that people will post stuff like, and then you also receipts. People yeah. can tweet stuff and then you can pull them up and be like, okay, but that's interesting. But on the 6th of March, <laughs> you posted this. Exactly. 159 so, weeks ago right. on Instagram, I saw you like this picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Also, social media is kind of good for just also being nosy. Absolutely. And I was <laughs> and creeping. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you know what that Do you have a burner account? To? No, do you know what? Um, no, I don't. <laughs> I will just say things. Um, no, I don't have one. I've only got like, I have accounts that I follow for really specific, uh, specific things, um, but I don't do anything from them. Um, right. So it's like I have one that, because I love food um, and I love recipes and stuff. But then if I, if I put them all on my thing, I'd have too many things on my main Instagram feed. Right, it's right, just right. like dilutes what it is that I'm following. So mm-hmm. I have separate ones that's just for food and one that's just for fashion, where I literally, that I don't interact with anything. I just look at cakes and I just look at dresses. <laughs> <laughs> look at dresses. That's it. So just so otherwise I'd follow like 10,000 people. It's too much. Sure. But no, I don't have mm-hmm. a burner account or anything like that. Anything I'm kind of saying or reacting is just is just me pretty much rocking up and doing stuff. That's great. Yeah. I don't have one either. Yeah. <laughs> she says. No, I, I don't. don't. It's like, why'd you sip your water at that time? That was the worst time sip in the history of the planet. <laughs> no, I don't. But my yeah. friend does. So yeah. if I want to see something a bit. Mm. Yeah. If you want to go on so and so's page, so I don't get, especially if their page is private oh, okay, and you don't yeah, want to yeah. have to like request. Yeah. My friend's got a burner account, so she'll uh, do it for yeah, me. Yeah, I think, I don't think there's anything I want to look at or anyone I want to look at that's kind of hidden or anything. If anything, people tend mm. to send me stuff, which I kind of wish they'd stop doing. They tend me, like, can you, <laughs> can you please be outraged about this? I'm like, really? No. That's interesting. So people ask you to be outraged at stuff. Yeah. They say, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not like, Kalechi always says she's not rent an angry black woman, but then people like, oh my God, have you seen this? And I'm like, Yes, because I'm an adult on the internet and I work in social media, literally. Like, I work in media. I spend all day online. I see things all the time. I just don't Mm -hmm. pay attention or have to react to every single thing. But yeah, Yeah. people do have started doing that way more so this year. I talked about racism once and people can't stop sending me videos because I never knew what it was up up until June. (laughs) (laughs) Never seen it before then, hun. This is all brand new fucking information for me. It's all brand new. So my eyes have been open. I'm woke now. <laughs> so yeah, people do that, and so so actually, this brings you really neatly round to you know earlier mm. I said about like scrapping with people online, which yes. don't get me wrong, I'm not out here putting on the gloves, 
swearing mm-hmm. up for fights or whatever. It's truly like yeah. when people have done things that are wild. Yeah. And then when I never go in saying, that's it, I'm going to like, I'm, this is what I'm going to say to you. Or like, I'm going to be unreasonable. Bear in mind, like mm-hmm. pre-June 2020, everything had to be softly, softly. Kind of, whereas now yeah. I'll just say to someone, yeah, this is fucking stupid. But beforehand, right. it was very much softly, softly, or just kind of explaining why something from a particular point of view and why it might upset our friends. Right. Uh, like circling back around to kind of relationships on social media and kind of like not fighting on social media, but certainly being a bit more combative. Now, you know, post-June, yeah, we can definitely go all in and say you're an idiot for saying what you're saying. But pre-June 2020, when we were kind of still aware we'd be gaslit, aware people wouldn't listen to, wouldn't listen to us, etc. I have definitely, definitely fallen out with some people over things on social media. And I say fallen out, I didn't like them that much in the first place. Otherwise, I maybe would have been nicer about it. But I certainly said what I thought and voted with my feet, or they did because they were really upset by what I said. I mean, I don't care, but, you know, some of them... Honestly, sorry. Sorry, Ruth and Claire, you're racist. But <laughs> I was like, I actually still have screenshots of that. And I was like, well, that aged well, didn't it? Because they definitely, one of them at least posted a black square this year. And I'm like, hmm, I don't, I'm not, I don't need to dash receipts in their face. They're not fa- they're in their faces. They're not famous. They're not famous. It doesn't matter. But we all know what they're thinking. Um, but yeah, do you think that the social media can affect our relationships not just about when it comes to things like being on the right side of morality i'm gonna call it but also on like just other things do you think it can affect our love lives friendships expectations of people a thousand percent like oh my goodness it's like when like you haven't replied to your 50 whatsapps Mm. But, like, you're still posting on Instagram. And, like, people get pissed off with you because they're like, yeah, well, you were posting on Instagram. And it's like, yeah, because I've got the energy to post. I've not got the energy to converse with you right now. Not because yeah. I don't love you, but, like, kind of can't be bothered to get into a convo. But I will reply yeah. to your message in, like, seven hours. Yeah. But it's like the people have expectations because you're constantly online for you to respond when they yeah. want you to. Because they've seen, you know what I mean? It's like, well, my Instagram personality is different from my well it's the same but like my levels of like engagement is different because it's like being on Instagram I think for me is quite effortless same with Twitter the sense of like you're just consuming things you're not really necessarily like really using your hard brain skills whereas to then get into a long chat with your friend you've got to actually be like super engaged also um so I think there's definitely we have expectations for our friends to respond to us ASAP um because you're online also I think dating as well mm-hmm. like um yeah. you know there's all this stuff about uh when people are in relationships and then um they will hide their boyfriends like influencers do it influencers do it quite a lot where they hide their boyfriend's mm-hmm. face and people feel entitled because you're an influencer and you put your personal life out there i am entitled to know who your boyfriend is and i'm gonna find him and why don't you show your boyfriend's face and why don't know like people asking you all these questions because you put yourself out there again mm-hmm. we have so much entitlement to like and I think that could also come from the fact that back in the day, like let's say the Kardashians era, social media didn't come in. I suppose Instagram didn't start until I think it was 2010. So mm. with the Kardashians, it was like that was our, our example. And the Osbournes mm. was, I suppose, and Run's House even was an example yeah, of like... I still love Run's House, yeah. Of like chaotic families and like celeb and goss and like... Mm you know, wait till next week to find out, like, what happens next. Whereas now, like, 
A, you can have your own reality show if you wanted to because you can do it on YouTube. But B, we all we all have our own platform. We all are influencers. So mm. that attitude where we felt we felt um entitled to see, you know, Kim K's marriage and or, you know, what happened with our sex tape is the same entitlement that we're using with with other people because they're they're plat they're on a platform too. Mm. You know? So we feel that entitlement to other you know, other to see other people's relationships. Um, and also, like, um, I personally don't really like dating people who, like, have heavy social media use, if you ask mm. me. Just because yeah, I, ne- I, feel, I never, I've never dated I'm, anyone I'm that just, has... I don't like yeah. it. I'm like, no. I'm going to see you later. So why do you have to know that, like, I was wearing a face mask with, like... Yeah. Do you, I mean, like, why do you need to see... Mm. I just feel like there's... Like, do you need to see everything? Yeah. Like, I don't really Because we're both like in that. kind of media. We don't... I feel like I don't need my partners to be in that space no, either. No, like, a as thousand well, yeah. percent. It's, it's like a bit like, like no. oh... It has yeah. to be separate. It's nice to be separate. Like my ex wasn't on it because he was a psychotherapist, so he couldn't be because he worked with children. They would find him like whatever right. lessons. Right. And it's like anyone I've dated since they just have no, just no presence at all on social. They're like not even on Facebook, and I never post or write anything really about mm-hmm. my relationship. It's just all like separate. No, definitely. And I don't even when I'm in a relationship, like I'm in yeah. one now. I wouldn't be posting me and my boyfriend because like some things are sacred. Like, I don't feel like why... I mean, I don't mind putting myself out there, but I think mm. then when it goes into your relationship, that's like a deeper part of your private life. Yeah. And there are things that you have to protect, I think, when you put yourself out there. Um, so I think that we have entitlement to other people's lives. That's what social media, I think, does, is mm. that we... we Relationships, friends, friendships... Um, yeah, and even, like... I suppose, yeah, being nosy and having, if you wanted to stalk your ex, you could. You don't have yeah. to like, it's not like, oh, he's, and are people ever really gone from your life if they're on yeah, social media? Yeah, it's really skewed. Hasn't it really skewed that kind of really healthy timeline for relationships? Mm-hmm. Relationships no longer have an arc. Like, you right. know, you'd leave school and you would just never see people see again. See them again. Yeah. Right. Or, or like maybe you'd run into them maybe when you went to your hometown or if if you, if you they if they have a reunion, which mm-hmm. I'm really glad my school doesn't. So <laughs> it's just, but I wonder if we don't do reunions anymore because everyone can see each other online. But then, you know, there's that. I feel like it's skewed how we perceive, consume and end relationships now. We a don't have that, a healthy timeline to it. And it's no. just like people are... Don't get wrong that I, this is no diss to the people that are still speaking to me from school because if I'm speaking to you, it's because I like you and I right. want you to be in my life. Please mm-hmm. don't take it the wrong way. But there are <laughs> other people and they they will try and add me and everything else. It's like, no, I'm just not interested. I have to have that. There's a boundary. This relationship is over. Oh, not because you weren't nice. It's just... Oh, oh God, a thousand percent. Yeah. It's like knowing you girl... at 10 isn't the same as knowing you now. <laughs> a thousand percent. And yeah. I think things like Facebook and Instagram, it gives people access to you that they wouldn't ordinarily have. Mm. And because if you put yourself out there, then it's like, oh, well, why wouldn't you respond to my message? Because you yeah. put yourself out there. It's like, well, mm. no, not really. Like, I don't have to respond to your message. Yeah. Um, you're never really far away from people. But the thing is, especially... um like if I'm ending a relationship or whatever in the past I've like mm. blocked people um yeah. because I'm like no it's more for me in the sense of like I just want to yeah. pretend that like you just were never in my world because it's easier, <laughs> yeah. for, me. It's easier for me to cope but mm. it's like things like that that I think are um and especially even people who are like you know victims of abuse and stuff mm. it's hard to keep away from people when yeah, you're on social media because yeah. they can you know they can use it's like I saw this um 
tweet the other like a meme thing the other day and it was like mm. you'll block your ex and then you'll see that like um like three 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 two 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 Instagram at is watching your stories and it's like it's yeah. so true like so true yeah. you can't like you're never really away from people and people mm. will always feel like they have access to you as long as they can see you yeah they have access to you that to them that's access even if they're not talking to you and I think yeah. that's that can be quite scary but also mm. um that's why I think it's I think I believe in like me on social media is me but it's also not me yeah. So I feel like there's obviously like Jackie Big Tits, woo, but there's also Jackie who like might not want to talk for the whole day and just watch movies all day. And that's also me, but that might not yeah. be the me that I necessarily showcase online all of the time mm. because that's me protecting myself. Because I think if you put so much of yourself out there, then people feel like they have a say on your life or they have ownership or you they they have pieces of you and no one should ever feel like no, I don't. I've never want to be in a position where you feel like people have puppet strings and like you feel in, you feel like you have to address this and you. And that's what celebrities feel like they have to do quite a lot of the time. Mm. They have to address stuff because people yeah. are like, oh, well, why haven't you done this? And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So they have to be like, I, I don't want to have to address this, but I have to because yeah, and I, I just want to live my life. But I have to tell you now, even though none of you are related to me, you right. don't live in my house. Yeah. Oh my god, and the scrutiny of like you know, if a if a celebrity takes a picture with like their kid in the baby seat. They, you know, they, they might have not put the seatbelt on the baby, but the yeah. car might not be in motion. Like, and this then this person like, is trying to kill their baby. Yeah, yeah. like the comments like, are just like, "You're irresponsible, mother!" Like, mm. it's it's crazy that we're all as human beings. I think we're all very hard on each other as well. Well, some mm. are harder on each other than others, but yeah. also one thing that I think is good about social media is um, the mental health conversations. Yeah. Um, you know, um, and being kind. And mm. because as much as there is ugliness on there, like there's ugliness in this world, there's also mm. some really amazing, beautiful people running yeah. some fantastic com- campaigns and having some really good conversations. So mm. um, at least we have some positive in this. Yeah. Social kind of media. Yeah, yeah. But but I think, yeah, expectations is. Yeah. We've got very high expectations of people or like, oh, my yeah. God, he's watching my stories. And like, but he hasn't spoken to me in three weeks. What does that mean? And it's mm. like. You know what I mean? It's like, just because people are watching your stories, it doesn't actually mean anything. You know, yeah. like, what does it even mean? Unless they to... don't follow you and then they watch your stories because that's creepy because that has happened to me see, before. See, what, does yeah. it, what did you think that was? Like, what, like, what is that, do you think? I, do you know what? It's when I was dating this guy. This is, this is maybe about three years ago. Uh-huh. And then we were, it was kind of like really early state. It didn't even really go that far. And then I hadn't spoken to me. And I I mean, we'd, we'd been in a date and we'd spoken, don't get me wrong, but I hadn't spoken to him because I don't speak to people all the time. So I haven't thought anything of it. But I know he didn't follow me on Instagram. And then every time me and my friend, we don't, I don't, again, I don't even really post stories that much. It's never, I don't really do anything in the, in the current time. I don't let people know where I am at any one point as well. So it was, I was posting stuff and it was one of the very few times I post anything currently with my mate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, it was, and there were gaps between my stories. But when I went on, He'd gone and he'd looked at them, but he didn't follow me. So I was like, so you've had to go into my... He's had, he's had to search. Yeah, yeah, you've had to go into it. You've had to look for me. And then every time you see the colour ring appear, you've gone and looked at it. And also really quickly, even though he's not following me. It right. Was, yeah. And I'm like, no, you've had to make the effort to do this. And this is weird. Did you ever ask him, like, why? No, I didn't speak to him after that. I, just, I don't know. For me, I was just like, he was a little bit odd. And I was like, no, nah, that's all right. I think it, I thought it was a bit strange. So. I think that's I always find stuff like that interesting because I think um social media we have to one thing I've learned is that like with social media like it makes you like feel like you have to like read in between the lines and things like that mm. but really I think 
when it comes to social media and like even when it comes to dating and stuff and it's like oh he's watching my stories and what does this mean because I haven't spoken to him or my ex from like two yeah. years ago what does that mean and I always think well if he hasn't messaged you then it don't mean anything yeah yeah because it's so easy to like go on someone's story just because yeah, you're being nosy. Yeah, yeah, and then it's like, nosy. and then yeah. you forget that you've looked at it, but then the person mm. might be sitting there overthinking, Googling, being like, okay, so-and-so looks at my story, like, what does this mean? Like, does this mean that mm. they want to, you know? And I think social media, it's access. People have access to you that they wouldn't have. And so sometimes yeah. we translate that access to, do they miss me? Does this mean that they care about mm. me? And does this mean this? When actually, it don't mean anything. It just means that we're all, we're just curious. Yeah, and it's yeah, and I curiosity. think there's that thing. It's kind of finding that line between curiosity and anything else. And actually, exactly. there's a few things you said that have been really interesting. Now, like mm. one of the questions I wanted to ask you was, mm. do you think that? I mean, you kind of answered it when we talked about celebrities, but in our own lives, in interpersonal mm. relationships, do you think social media social media has made us more judgmental, like of each other, not of celebrities, not of people who have his like their entire lives are spewed all over the screen or whatever for whatever reason, but just people. That's a really good question. Has it made us more judgmental? I guess so. If you... I think so, in a sense of... If you put yourself on social media, in social media, like, looking a certain way, mm. then... I think it's hard because I think if you as an influencer or you as a person puts yourself out on social media as this specific, having this specific look and doing these specific things and then when people meet you, you'd like the total opposite, then I think then people will be judgmental because it's almost like, well, why are you doing this on there? But in real life, you're not like this. And then, mm-hmm. um, but then I guess that ties to expectations. I, do I think people, do I really think people are judgmental? Um, it's interesting because I haven't actually experienced it, but, mm-hmm. but probably, yeah. um, probably, um, probably I think, um, yeah, actually maybe in the sense of this, for example, I think like Instagram stories mm-hmm. and things like that, like when you, let's say you want to like, I don't know, post yourself, let's say you don't, you wouldn't class yourself as a vlogger, but like you like talking to the camera I know so many people that have like, who've said to me, like, oh, I wish I could just, like, you know, go on Instagram stories and, like, say this or dance on Instagram stories. And I'm like, well, why don't you? And then I, like, oh, like, I just feel like people are going to, like, think, what are you doing? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't think people really sit and examine that much. Like, mm. I think people have got other things to do. But yeah. you, there is that whole thing of, like, people thinking, because they've seen you one way offline, that if you do anything that's also different to the way you are offline, then it's like, well, why are you doing that then? Yeah. But it's, it's actually like having to navigate through the fact that people don't care as much as we think they do. Yes. I think starting my podcast made me realise that like people don't really care. Like mm. people have got you, we're human beings that like, we've got, we're more concerned with like what we're having for dinner or what cheese we're having on our like spag bowl mm. than like, you know, what. Um, it should only be Parmesan. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, but grated, grated is, do you not like grated? Yeah, yeah, no, because no, I, my, my my stepdad's Italian and he has been oh. since I was like pretty much a baby. So absolutely no. Is it Parmesan? I've been doing it wrong then. Yes, Parmesan or Gran Padano or Pecorino at the very, yeah. Okay, sorry. Mean? I'm cheap. I've been doing Parmesan. Sorry, I'm judging you I mean, I've been now. doing grated. This is me. I'm judging you. It's got nothing to do with social media and everything to do with cheese. So. <laughs> no, definitely. I think people are, and to be honest, I have had, actually now when I think about it, I've been judged more from like, 
my dad being a vicar and things like that like oh why did yeah. you post that and like people are going to think this and that mm. sort of thing but that's what my dad would be like if I had my tits out yeah if you weren't on other... social media yeah so it's <laughs> yeah. kind of that sort of thing but I think I guess I actually think that if your brand is you mm. then it then I think you're judged in a different way I guess and, yeah. and it's a way that you almost reclaim you're almost like oh whatever you don't care so people almost expect I don't feel like I think I, I think people are. Do you know, what? I think if you put yourself out there as someone who's like, this is me and I'm imperfect, that people are actually in awe of you. I think mm. more because yeah. it takes it's really bold and courageous to like for you, even mm. for you to have a podcast and talk about all types of things. Mm. Like people are so hard on themselves. I'd love to start a podcast, but like I feel like no one would care what I say or nobody. You know, people have yeah. all these thoughts and they get so into their head and they don't do it. And it's like, but yeah. you don't know how amazing you'd be at it. But it's because they're scared it might of the be way. Fun as well. Exactly, but they're scared of the way that people will perceive them. Because mm. it's like, oh well, you know, in day to day life, I might be quiet in my office, but when I'm with my friends, I'm really loud. But no one sees that side of me, so people might judge me. And it's like, I suppose there's that. Is People can have different personalities online to offline, which is also yeah. okay, I think, if it's you. Um, but I personally have only felt judgment from, like, the fact that my dad's a pastor. Yeah. But I imagine people are a lot more judgmental, but in a way that I haven't experienced, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you know, it made me think, as you were saying that, I, mm. and I know that there are some people that would say I'm judgmental. Like, I, but really? they've, said that from, they've said that from when I was a kid. I'm definitely less judgmental than I used to be. I used to be mm. such a dick. I mean, more of a dick. Um, but then <laughs> I definitely, uh, it's kind of odd because I'm, when my fr- when people come to me, when my friends come to me or talk to me about anything, if you're coming to me, you're coming to me for the truth. Right. You're not coming to me for anything else. You're like, the best if, if kind you, of friend. Yeah. Well, if you've got to my door, you've already exhausted everybody t- gassing you up. Sure. Like you're here for a reason. And so, and I think that one of the things I think that social media did, because again, it gave you these like kind of false relationships. There are people that are in my life on social media who once I'd left that job or whatever else genuinely I wouldn't have seen them and again there'd be no contact they'd mm-hmm. never see anything mm-hmm. and so I think a part of them forgot what I was like and then they may have written something on social and then I just responded and they're like oh my god and that they they I know that some people have said oh she's so judgmental I'm like well no no I'm I would say that to you if I heard you say it if you right. said it to me and you sat next to me that's right. what I'd say I think you've just forgotten so it's made me look more judge more judgmental but I'm like no no right. it's not because of social mm-hmm. it's because you, you forgot because we have this false relationship so right. I wonder if some people are also like you were saying you haven't seen judgment in a particular way but then maybe because the relationships you have online are really specific whereas yeah. it's just more it was not not now I think my friendship group like thing is well it's, it's pretty well filtered whereas before it wasn't it was just everyone that wants to add you whether you want them to or not and there was that point when you remember there was a point where you could people no one could request you as a friend yeah yeah yeah, you yeah, yeah. Them. and when they took that off it opened the floodgates not because I'm so great and everyone wants to be my friend but I know it's just it's just it's just not it's social norms it's for social sure norm. I yeah. actually think that social media has made me less judgmental actually yeah I specifically I think in terms of I definitely growing up was like I used to think like why doesn't everyone just do the w- things the way that I do them because it was mm-hmm. almost like you know we always think we're right it's like yeah yeah like you know the way I was raised was this was the right way and why don't people do it and so one thing it's made me less judgmental about especially with my friends is mm-hmm. more like for example my best friend has anxiety mm-hmm. and like I'm very you know when I'm very like she has social anxiety as well so like mm-hmm. she doesn't like being the center of attention like and that means like she doesn't like playing games or like you know anything that makes her like 
the spotlight on her she just doesn't like. So growing mm. up, it's very much like, oh, you never want to go out and you never want to do this. And like, yeah. you know, and like, it was only until like, I follow loads of like therapy pages on Instagram mm. or like sometimes there are you some go great and, ones. There's some there. freaking, yeah. and some of them read you your truth and you're like, yeah. Oh, exactly. I feel seen and attacked this morning. Yeah, yeah. like I'm actually <laughs> triggered. Um, yeah. And it was, it was, I, this, I followed this therapy page. She was talking about anxiety and she was saying about how, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a dick or I'm not trying to upset you. I've just got anxiety. And then I remember reading this long, all these other pages about anxiety and yeah. I was thinking, oh my God, Jade, I'm so sorry for all the times that mm. I was like, you don't do this and you don't do that. And you always want to do things your way because actually it was your anxiety. And I think that reading, if it wasn't for social media, would I have gone and searched it? Probably not, but because it was yeah. there. So I think it's definitely made me like more conscious actually mm-hmm. of other people also of myself but other yeah. people like it's been very um good for my friendships actually because it just even if you I don't even want to learn I find that like things just appear on my feed that are just triggering as hell and I'm like damn okay get my edges yeah. today then cool yeah. <laughs> like cool it's 9am but fine yeah so I think it's actually made me like less judgmental mm. um not that I ever really felt like I was judgmental anyway yeah um so, yeah, I'm similar to you in the sense of I'm a hard friend, but in the sense of like, it's like, you know, when your friend like comes to you for advice, but then they do the opposite thing. I'm like, yeah. eventually I'm like, no, yeah. not doing that. <laughs> you know, you just get to that point where it's like, no. Yeah. So I think in that sort of sense, yeah. But mm. um, yeah, I think it's definitely made me like more conscious um, yeah. of other people, the things other people are going through. It's not just yeah. like, it's not all about you. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, I think yeah, it's made, yeah, I don't think it's made me not necessarily like uh kinder or less I mean le- age has made me I think less judgmental, but then I I've realized that that facetiousness of those relationships mm. ha- can can make people see me as judgmental because they've forgotten what I'm like. And right. I think and then yeah, so it's definitely kind of fallen into that kind of there's for some people I I definitely sit I know I firmly sit in that category and I'm like, look, I'm sorry, but it is what it is. I get why do you, it. I get why do you think that like you were like judgmental growing up? Do you think? Um, I'm not judgmental about horrible things. Like, don't get me wrong. I was always like, I, I was, do you know what it was? Judgmental about really moral things because I was brought up by an activist. So I'm like very much, it's like, so not judgment, not judgmental about things that are like, like stupid or frivolous. Yeah. It was like, well, why were you calling that person? Why were you saying that like, making fun of them being gay? Like, why did you say that everything's gay instead of just saying that you didn't like it? So it was really specific. No, but I, that's good. Like, I that's but then, good. But then I wouldn't necessarily handle it in the now I'm older I can handle it differently uh, or, right. or you know but then when I was younger I wouldn't necessarily handle it in the same way I would I would go out of my way to embarrass people for their what I saw as a lack of morality because they were being horrible to someone else or something mm-hmm. else and I'm like well now I'm going to turn the tables on you and it kind of then makes me look judgmental but genuinely they just didn't understand they just didn't mm-hmm. know but I wasn't you know I was a kid you don't know any you don't know any better that you know right. everyone's just forms their opinions based on what they've been grown that they've grown up with not everybody Definitely. knows not everybody was you know raised in the same way so sure. I think when I got older I've got a little bit better at that and then sometimes just really I think it's just the harshness just some people may see that as being judgmental it's like well no like if you know me well enough you know that I, you come to me last because I'm not going to tell you anything that you should I'm going to tell you what you need to hear but that's the and so I think, but I think that's people what people know need. That, then it's then you stop looking judgmental. But I know I think initially when some people have met me, they were like they thought I was until they realised. It's like no, no, I'm just <laughs> not going to waste my time lying to you because this is my time. Yolanda, I think that's <laughs> yeah. a fantastic trait. Mm. And but like, yeah, but I can understand how it can also properly make me look like a dick. 
so at times wow that's but that's great self-awareness it's though okay. yeah mm. it's all right it's okay but maybe and maybe also because i'm maybe slightly more tactful if i like you more <laughs> Well, right. it's like yeah like if you're my like best my best friend's course i'm gonna right. say it like it is but then but they still there's still a certain amount of delivery but if i'm not if i'm maybe just a little bit more cavalier with your feelings mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then then i think that's the problem i think i can be a little bit at times too cavalier mm-hmm. so yeah but yes. anyway back to facebook and how to how much of a dick i've been on facebook now i'm joking um <laughs> so actually so actually back to facebook mm. so to wrap up i think mm. we there's one thing that we need to talk about that has sure. happened on Facebook that's real big. And I, I'm going to ask you this question and see what, I want to see what your answer is. Okay. Okay. Did boomers break democracy because they can't tell what's fake news and what isn't, but they kept sharing it on Facebook? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, a thousand percent. And yeah. um, my mum is like, such a boomer like she will share she used to when I was living at home she would share stuff on Facebook and be like Jackie you need to see this and I'm like mum that's not real she's like no it is and then you've got like my aunties and uncles being like this is disgraceful this is this and I'm like that is literally not it's the same with like I don't know if you had this during um lockdown no before lockdown when we when Covid we were sort of about to get locked down and like all my mum, my dad was sending all these like WhatsApp messages about COVID mm-hmm. being like, it's the 5G and it's yeah, this oh and it's that. And my dad was sending around um, tips about how if you drink green tea and this and that, that it, it kills, it kills the virus. I'm like, who, who, to, where, who told you this? And he's yeah. like, no, my, someone told me that like, it just kills the virus completely. I'm like, no, yeah. it doesn't like, stop it. Yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. Oh my God. Yeah. And he was sharing that on Facebook. And like, they're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been drinking green tea. I've stacked up. Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. I think like our, our parents' generation, because we've grown up in this digital age mm. where obviously we're, we're more efficient and we're more quick and like things like sharing news isn't that of a phenomenon to us. Mm. But for them, I suppose getting news was like you actually had to go to the shop and then buy yeah. the newspaper and the, or wait for the 10 o'clock news. So anything that they think is being reported must be accurate and it's like well no yeah, yeah. it's almost like all information equal even though it really isn't exactly i agree i think i think they ha- they did what about you yeah. yeah yeah i said this to my mum the other day and she was go having a go at younger people she doesn't do it often she was kind of doing it with the, very much with the jokey edge and i was like and i was like woman shut up your age group <laughs> broke you broke democracy oh god definitely <laughs> so, yeah. definitely i mean facebook is just i leave facebook really to like my mum and dad my mum just it, like gets her whole life on facebook like i'm like you need to write yeah. you need to write a column honey because the yeah. way she's writing and analyzing this i'm like okay like it's it's definitely like a mum and dad's yeah it's their little thing it is isn't it definitely and i was there there's have been times where when i've seen so much crap being shared i'm like should there be an age limit on sharing anything that isn't nice videos of pets being reunited with their owners? Like, or do you have to answer a certain amount of questions to work out which generation you're in before you send it? Or is there, should there be a test where you need to learn to identify fake news and then we let you oh, on Facebook? For because sure. I mean, truly, this is how Donald sure. Trump got into power. Definitely. And I think Twitter started doing a thing where they don't let you retweet something. They'll, well, if, you re, if you're about to retweet something without reading they'll it... They'll ask you. Yeah, they'll yeah. ask you, like, have you hmm. read this, bef- like, read yeah. this before sharing? So I think there's hmm. things in place. Um, yeah, but I think Facebook that's, that's, does it, but it's so rare that you see it. 
Yeah, I have not seen it. Mm. I've seen it twice I, this year. I definitely don't get my news on Facebook, like, yeah. at all. No. Like, it's, it's, yeah. just, it's Facebook, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, absolutely yeah. not. So, yeah, I think, um, yeah, our parents did, they spoiled democracy. Yeah, yeah exactly. We love you all, guys, but honestly... Just, just don't share anything new. Just share puppy videos. Isn't yeah, this like that's cute? fine. Oh, this exactly. is it. And like yeah, share pictures of us as babies. Look how funny this parrot is. That's yeah. what I want to see from you. Yeah, a thousand percent. <laughs> yes, please, mum. <laughs> Wicked. And if you could leave us with one like parting tip on how to use social media wisely to protect yourself and your mind and your health and your peace, what would you say? I would say if you want to like protect yourself and just build a better relationship with yourself and social media I would say um spend as much time online as offline get the balance right or try and get the balance right mm-hmm. um and I think especially during this time try and live life the best way that you can um in life I think that like sometimes we look to social media for a solution or just to see what everyone else is doing um and we put so much energy on what everyone else is doing and actually it's good to focus on like okay what could, could I be doing right now how can I enhance my life because sometimes I feel like we spend so long on social media and then like I say I don't even, I couldn't even tell you what I've looked at but I've been yeah. looking at I've been scrolling for like three hours um <laughs> and like I know there's a lot about like self-care um practice self-care with yourself you know don't just like do it because you want to take a picture and be like hashtag self-care actually all the things that we're talking about online practice it offline do all those things offline take time for yourself you know read a book go for a walk like do things that make you wholesome because if you ask me I don't think social media can fulfill you but I think that only you can fulfill you so doing things that like make you feel whole um is the best present that you can give yourself yeah Oh, wicked. Thank you. Um, where uh, can you be found online? Where do you want people to find you? Um, if you want to find me, um, you can find my like terrible tweets at Jackie Azadeji on Twitter. But I am more active on Instagram and my Instagram is oh my gosh, it's Jackie. And then my podcast is also Jackie Big Tits podcast, which you can follow on Instagram and you can find it on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow my Metro column. Um, you can just type in my name, Jack Astagey, the Metro, and stuff will come up. Or if you go on the website all the time, you will see my big head pop up um, probably next week. So, um, yeah, and just stay empowered and stay being the best version of yourself. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining me today, Jackie. It's been a pleasure. A pleasure, pleasure. Thank you for listening to Speak On. Make sure you like, subscribe and share with your friends, family, co-workers, strangers in the street. To find out more about us, including our upcoming events, head over to Instagram, instagram.com forward slash speak on underscore. Bye.